welcome to the Emergence Discipleship Podcast, created to equip ourselves with insight, background, and context into the themes and topics we study each week, first as we gather together to worship Jesus, and then as we go and make disciples. Let's dive into this week's discussion. All right, everybody, welcome to, what is this, week three of winter 2024. Uh, I am Doug Becker, and I'm joined today by a, a new special guest. Special guest? Please identify yourself. Hi, I'm Johan. This Lee. is yeah. This is Johan Lee. Johan is uh, uh, helps me out with a lot of the questions, including the questions from this week. So every week I send him the sermon manuscript, and he comes back at me with some stimulating ideas and well worded questions and leaders notes. So if the leaders notes have been getting better, that's Johan's doing. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. So before we start, I want to uh, preface this by saying, like, I have an odd sense of humor. So if I, if you, if something comes, we're off, not used to that on this. <laughs> if something comes off and it's supposed to sound funny, but it's not quite, that was my poor attempt. Oh, I wish I had. I wish awry. I. See, I would. I have a thing that does sound effects, and uh, like I've been wanting to get it loaded up with like the drum, the drum roll. Uh, maybe crickets would be good. For yeah, this. crickets would be good. All right. Well, I'm looking yeah. forward to see where you take this. Well, yeah. No, hopefully it doesn't happen, but we'll see. All yeah. right. And now give a shout out to your community group. Where Where do you go, Johan? Okay. So I go to the Doe Small Group in community group in Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm. All right. Now the Doe Small Group, from what I understand. Uh, has a food game that is far beyond your average community group. Is that true? You know, uh, Esther does a good job. Esther and Kevin do a good job uh, putting out snacks, you know. Mm. And then when we have, like, dinners together, it's it's pretty intense. It's pretty strong. Yeah. I always – people always ask me, where's my favorite Korean restaurant? And I just say – uh, probably the dough house. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Is it that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What night do you mean on? Oh, uh, well, we don't eat like that every night. It's yeah, special I know, occasions. Yeah, but like what, what night of the oh, week do you guys Thursday meet? nights. Thursday nights? Yeah. I'd probably make it down there. <laughs> yeah, you got Thursday night church now, don't That's you? That's right, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. All right, well, maybe might have to cancel one week. <laughs> uh, all right, so, well, welcome, Johan. Um, right. to, so just... Uh, uh, Briefing you a little bit on the announcements. They're a little lighter this week than they've been in uh, lately. Uh, you know, we had our family get dedication yesterday. And what else? Oh, yeah, we've had the um, lighthouse thing up, but we are no longer in January. We are now in the final, that final dash of winter. That is February. Although I've been very happy about the higher temperatures. Yes. yes. How was it outside today? I've been cooped up it's, in here all day. It's not bad. It's okay. not bad. Nice. Sunny out. That's the important part. All right. That's a good thing. All right. Sweet. So, um, yeah. So, again, we, we are in Proverbs. Uh, by wisdom, a house is built. Um, and this is on parenting. So the way that I summarized this sermon, I, I got really creative this week. But wise parents impart godly wisdom to their children. Do you think that that, that that adequately encapsulates everything we need to talk about? What do you think? Yeah, more or less. I mean, I yeah, I mean, uh, we try, right? I, I think parents yes. just try. I think that's the best we can do. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. <laughs> or maybe we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so uh, the icebreaker here, and this is a Johan Lee original. 
How many children were in your household growing up, and did you wish you had more or fewer, or were you in the Goldilocks zone? That last part was my addition. Correct, yes. Okay, so you need me to answer that. That's how this works. How are we going to proceed if you don't answer this question? Okay, okay. Um, So even though I have an older brother, my parents were divorced when I was rather young, Mm -hmm. and so... Um, for a big chunk of my childhood, we split. So essentially, yeah, I know it's very interesting. Um, For a big chunk of my childhood, I was more or less an only child. Um, And yeah, I mean, when you're an only child with a single mom, um, you definitely have to lean on your friends more. You do wish, you know, there were, you know, times where you're just kind of sitting around not doing very much. So I do Mm. wish it, it was a pretty... I guess lonely, for lack of a better term. How did you How did you spend your time? Were you well, a video I was, game nerd, or, uh, or were you? Well, it was different, right? So that was kind of like the '80s, right? So kids were out and about a lot, and I, and I was mm. pretty much that kid okay. who was out and about. Oh, a whole, that's whole that's lot. good. Yeah, causing trouble, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Lighting <laughs> fireworks off. I did uh, light a field on Capturing fire once cats when in the I neighborhood. Was, <laughs> you yeah. let a, you lit a field on fire. Yes, I did. Uh, different story, right? Probably not. Sweet. Yeah. For the papers. Yep. All right. Very nice. Yeah. I, I, and how did you wish you had, so you wish you had some more? Yeah. 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 I, well, yeah, no. I mean, now Mm. as a contrast, right, I have four kids in the house and, uh, yeah, it's always, it's always loud. It's always fun. But I do see that my kids never really feel lonely. And I think that is, uh, I think that's a blessing yeah. for them. Yeah, I think my kids get that too. Yeah, I had two. I had two in mind. I have an older brother, an older brother, younger brother, whom you would think is older because he's much bigger than I am sure. and way more manly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I You're think I. Manly dog. I think I. I think I liked two. I think I liked having two. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, we are just going to jump in here this week. So we are now going to go to Psalm one twenty seven. What better place to start a sermon on Proverbs? <laughs> um, so we are going to Psalm one twenty seven, and we're and this is verses three and five. Uh, are you queued up there, or you want me to take it? No, go ahead. All right, I will. Okay. So behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Okay. Uh, so when you have to speak with your enemies in the gate, Johan, do you? <laughs> All right. So, okay. So these verses are pretty clear. Oh, actually, I said, I actually did it to 3-5-A. So you don't even have to read that enemies in the gate thing uh what is who is that is that jude law is that jude law movie he's like a sniper i think no idea from russia am i confusing Uh, that i think it's no idea what you're talking about bro Oh, okay (laughs) all right someone google that and get back to me okay so these verses are pretty clear yet sadly for many people children are viewed as an unwanted burden why do you think that is yeah i mean i i think I think, you know, Ryan hit it on the head, right? At at the end of the day, parenting is a job, right? And and there are responsibilities to it. And I think, um, you know, it's like they're expensive. Kids are expensive, right? So there is kind of like that, like a, I don't know, social media life that we all want. We want to go on vacation. We want to have nice houses. We want to drive nice things, all that kind of stuff. 
And, you know, children make it a little bit more difficult, whether it be financially, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got to take your kids on vacation. You can't just, you know, let them be watched by whomever, you know? So, so I think there is. Or lock them in the room at the hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean. Depends how old they are, right? So oh, if they're old enough, you can log them. In the oh room. yeah, yeah, All absolutely. Right, nice. Go do your own All thing, right? right? So, uh, so I, I think therein is probably you know something to be said about that, right? Like just the in quote unquote inconvenience of mm-hmm. having kids. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. I think it's also like people view it very much as a restriction on freedom. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, also, and another like why I think um, I think there's a lot of things in our culture that kind of um, uh, try to redefine uh, the value and purpose of human life of 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 marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Of not to say that there's no purpose for lives where there's no children, right? Like if, uh, sure. um, but that's you know um, uh, if if. If if your your value on that that you have in life right is measured by different metrics of success, mm-hmm. then you know mm-hmm. a lot of times a lot of times children don't factor into this. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we should probably say by the way, uh, this is a, a little bit of a tricky topic. This this we should have said before we talked about the mm-hmm. first question, but I don't know if it was really applicable to these first questions though. But you know. Parenting messages are always a little bit challenging, and I feel like we say this every time we have one, uh, because not everybody in your group is going to have children, um, you know, uh, or, or I should say, has them, or yeah, currently has them. I guess we should say, yeah. Um, and some of them perhaps never will, and so you know, how do you make the discussion engaging to them? Why should somebody without children pay attention to a message on parenting? Mm-hmm. And um, I can think of a few reasons here. So that things, uh, again, stuff that I've kind of like shared before. One thing I think as just a, in general, as a Christian who wants, you know, if you know your Bible well and you seek to bring biblical truth into the culture, like I think it has to be acknowledged that the importance of children is a biblical thing, right? Mm. And so how do you portray biblical values Um you know, in your discussions, even in evangelistic discussions or, or in teaching the Bible and stuff, like, are you just never going to talk about, like, Genesis 1, be fruitful and multiply? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, our, um, you know, so how do you integrate that into your own understanding of what God's doing in the world? How do you, and how do you communicate that to others? Yeah. And then I, I would also say this, uh, um, you know, whether or not you have children or not, right? Chances are, as you grow up, you're going to encounter people who do have children, right? You're going to have friends. Possibly. I mean, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe you just always avoid them. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. But but the stats are probably unlikely, right? So you want to be able to have some (laughs) kind of... (laughs) Honey, we got to get the heck out of here. Yeah, there's too many (laughs) kids, you know? So, so, uh, yeah. So, I I mean, it it is tough, and we're going to try to do our best, uh, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, so you're going to... You're going to encounter that. And then also, like, we're all called. I mean, we saw this reality in the family uh, service yesterday, the family dedication, right? That there is a sense in which, like, we're all called to shepherd children. Like, yeah. Jesus, think think about, like, you know, Jesus, the children are coming to him on several different occasions, right? Like, um, you, and obviously Jesus is all for it, even mm-hmm. though some of his disciples are like, oh, you know, this is, we're here for serious business. Sure, sure. Um, and, 
no, like the attitude of the disciple should be the same as the attitude of Jesus, right? Like that these are the kingdom of God is especially, um, especially for children. Yeah. Right. And there's a sense in which we all have to become like them yeah. uh, in order to enter it. And so, um, you know, just to have those kind of values that Christ has in your attitude towards uh, kids running around. Uh, also, you know, um, uh, there's ways, even if you don't have kids, to be invested in children's lives, you know, like volunteer at one of the ministries, E-Town, or student ministries and things like that. And I think, like, I've known some single people throughout my lives. Like, there's this one guy, Mike, back at the chapel I remember growing up, um, who um, I think, you know, was single as long as I knew him and mm-hmm. was, like, one of the most dedicated youth leaders ever sure. and just always had, was always, like, wrestling with middle schoolers and stuff like that. Yeah. Had a very full, very, like, full life. Um, just, you know, discipling kids and, and bringing them up to know the Lord, even though he didn't have any himself. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, that, that's a great point. Like, uh, you know, one of the things that we really, my wife and I really appreciate about Emergence is that there are adults who are doing the kids ministry because, mm-hmm. you know, I know Ryan always says you don't want to uh, outsource, you know, your, yeah. your, your ministry um, to your children. But at the same time, like our kids need, you know, grown-ups who are cool, mm-hmm. um, who love Jesus. They yeah. need those examples because, yeah. quite frankly, like— Or who aren't cool, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Walt, whatever. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Just kidding, Walt. You're really cool. <laughs> we love you. But they're never going to, like, look at me and my wife and be like, oh, you guys are such cool Christians, you know? Like, And yeah. we really appreciate that about— um, the children's ministry or yeah. the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Ministry. You need somebody. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, when adults like step in uh, and people who aren't you, you yeah. know, they need to hear it from someone yeah. other than mom and dad and they need to have those, those relationships. So, yeah. I also really love that we take um, like the security of our kids really seriously here too. You know, like we've got people, uh, at the yeah. doors of E-Town and even, uh, you know, here on Wednesday nights, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, our Wednesday night group that meets here, it's pretty tightly locked down to people who are just either background checked or part of the, you know, uh, their kids are part of the student group, you know, because it's important to know that that's that's an important factor in this day and age. Okay, so back on track here. Sure. What, ev- what evidence do you see that children are undervalued today? Okay, so the first thing I thought about mm. was... Um, birth rate decline oh, in the stole development. my answer. Did I? Did I? Son of a gun. All right, I'll you, stop you this edit. I'm you should have gone okay. first. All right. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, right? Like all the rich countries in the world, what you see the trend, United States included, right, is that the birth rate is just dropping, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's many, many factors to that. But ultimately, I, I think the value of, people just don't value kids as much as yeah 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 and i mean it's 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 gonna become like a i mean it's supposed to at least become like a big problem economically and all kinds of things and so yeah in all kinds of ways um so yeah i mean like that's that's definitely the drop the decline in, in birth rate and i think you know it reflects some of what we were saying like that children um can be viewed as a burden in mm-hmm. society um so like uh, you look at a country like China, for example, right, which is, I think, having a pretty serious decline in birth rate. And, you know, a lot of people talk about like the one child policy right. that was in place there for a while. Um, 
But even like if you look at China's rapid urbanization, mm-hmm. right? Like that that they got very urban. Their society got very urban very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing if you have a bunch of kids out on the land, you know, at, on a farm or something. Sure. They're they're free yeah, yeah. free labor. But in the city, they're a liability. They're they're an expense. Yeah. They're yeah. An, another very expensive bedroom in an already expensive apartment. You know, yeah. so yeah, just changing values, changing lifestyles. Um, yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's the case. Any other signals that are like very evident of, of the undervaluing of children, um, today? I mean, I think, I think we would be remiss to talk about like how many people in our society, uh, view, um, uh, abortion as uh, like, a a totally acceptable thing, sure. like no problem because it's more important for many people to not have children than it is to to have them. You know, like it's that important that we're just going to sweep over all other moral concerns. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, you know, yeah, totally agree. With you <laughs> yeah. Regard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a tough thing, you know, um, and that that's part of it. And I think like that's part of the church's answer too. Is mm-hmm. is you know it has to be like comprehensive on multiple fronts. It can't just be. It can't it it like because we're not just seeking to win arguments. We're seeking to win lives, right? And just saying like it's murder, murder's wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like obviously like that's the brunt of it. But let's add some other things on to that too, as well as like a positive affirmation of life, right? Like you don't need to only. Um, show someone that something's wrong, right? But to show them that the alternative is right. right. That's a much more compelling case. Yeah. So when we're talking about like changing hearts and minds, um, you know, that's, I think has to be out there and, and right. the value of the value of children sure. is part of that. Sure, sure. Mm. Um, you might also see like um, uh, um, uh, willingness, like how schools are funded and things like that, mm-hmm. or, or defunded, and yeah. um, and like serious um, strategies, maybe for for helping uh, uh, children's educate education are like like the the importance of their education is not as important as maybe other concerns um, that 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 are there. You know, you could talk about you could talk about that like during lockdown and stuff like that, and. Um, so yeah, you, uh, I'm sure a creative group will be able to come up with a bunch of answers to this question. Sure. Um, in the sermon, Ryan also noted that some people swing to the other side of the spectrum and idolize their children. Yeah. What are some examples you've seen of this, your own life included? Okay. Um, I, I, there's a couple things that I was thinking about. I'll talk about my own life later, but as I answer this one, um, I got to be very careful about this to make sure I convey it correctly, right? I think sometimes um, the teaching in of of the church is a little warped when it comes to how we view family, right? You so, son of a gun! Where, was I? Was uh, no? I'm just kidding. I, I, oh, okay. I just wanted to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I always appreciate that, Doug, on my first podcast. That's all right, all right. Yeah. So, so I, this is what I mean, right? I like you will hear a lot of churches and a lot of people will say something like. Family is the most important minister, the most important thing that you can do. Mm. Uh, you know, you'll even hear it in the church. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a nuanced or over, um, you know, just just too simple of a statement, mm. right? I will never forget because um, because we always struggle with that. Like, do you want to do what makes your family happy, 
or ultimately do you want to do what we feel like God wants us to do, right? Yeah. And sometimes those things can be at odds with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always appreciate my seminary professor when we when he was talking about what do we what's most important? Is it ministry? Is it family? All these things. And you know, for the first time I had ever heard this, he says you kind of have to go on the season, right? Some some seasons God will be calling you to, you know, let your family go through the ringer a little bit because your church work really needs you and vice versa, right? Um, but I think in America, or not America, just the church in general, we are, we're too quick to jump on family first, family first. This is your, mm-hmm. almost your eyes. And it's almost synonymous with the Christian ministry, a yeah. family, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Family radio is Christian radio. Yeah. yeah, Now, I get what they're saying. They're saying, like, you don't have to worry about playing this in front of your kids. Yeah. Uh, But still, you know, the the messaging... yeah, you got what I was putting down. I'm not being overly her. No, not I, being think you're, I think here. I think you're exactly <laughs> right. I uh, no, I think I think you're 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 very you're very right. Um, yeah, the mess the the devaluing of of singleness and things like that. In fact, in fact, I I really like one of the leaders' comments that we have later on, which uh, it's also like wording that you gave me. Um, on the second good. page, in the middle of the page, you see a, a good question asked is whether we're trying to raise disciples of Jesus or just successful achievers who also happen to call themselves Christians. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and that and that's kind of like, you know, uh, uh, an important thing. Like like the way, the values that we, the, the things that we teach our kids uh, are important. Um, and because, and they can, kids can become idols because in, in that sense, because in order to get them to a certain, you know, level of who we want them to be, we will sometimes give a lot of our resources, a lot of mm-hmm. our time, and stuff like that, um, and um, and sometimes a, a looser grip on your children is actually what's what's needed, as sure. opposed to like trying to plan their lives for them and everything, mm-hmm. rather than you know kind of letting God uh, work and let them learn by their mistakes and things like that, which are also things that we discuss in this guide. Right. Um, so, yeah, go well, ahead. Can I just add, like, yeah. So, you know, just to make this a little bit more personal and just kind of share, like, truthfully, some of the struggles that me and my wife have, it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we we are trying to do what's good for our children. But it's hard to it's hard because we want them to, quote unquote, keep up. Right. So that goes for all avenues of life. You know, the most easy being, say, youth sports. Right. Um you know, it's it's crazy out there, right? It's like kids are in rec leagues, they're in you know travel teams, they're in club teams, um, and I always feel like, wow, I'm doing my kids a disservice if I pull them out of any of these things. And now all of a sudden, we're spending all of our time, all of our money pursuing this thing. Um, you know, we have no, we're not trying to get them college scholarships or anything like that. We just want to kind of keep up with the Joneses in that regard. And, and in that way, I, you know, I, I do feel like we're in danger of like idolizing our kids. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the amount of attention that is pulled, especially into some of like the traveling sports mm-hmm. and things like that. And I want to be careful about like not being judgmental towards like other families. Yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah. We don't do any of that stuff yeah. because I mean, you Smart can't, man. you can't with, with yeah. <laughs> like, well, we've, we've got yeah. uh interesting constellation no. of kids and right, everything, right. but like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel that like if, you know, if your kids are involved in a lot of that, you really have to watch, watch that because, you know, and when we're talking about idolatry, right, too, we're not, we're also talking, we're talking about our own hearts, right? Sure. Like, 
what 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 we give ourselves to the mm-hmm. work that we give ourselves to yeah and um those things can take so much attention that uh, you have to be really careful i'm not saying it can't be done and it's inevitably sure. idolizing your children but you you definitely can can veer towards that yeah um yeah Oh, oh, last one. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. we move on. Again, yeah, sure. Again, because I came prepared for this you podcast. You did. He's got uh, handwritten notes. Yeah. You know, my uh, my cousin, who is also a pa- uh, a pastor in the D.C. area, he, mm. he once said this to me, and he's like, I- I- in American society, right, like education is kind of like the golden calf. You cannot touch in the church. You cannot touch it. You cannot critique it. You know, like so if a parent says, hey, I'm moving to such and such area, Okay. It might be out of my tax bracket, you know. Um, why? Because I need my kids to go to a good school. They're like, you can never, ever challenge that, right? But sometimes, mm. I, once again, right, like, you know, we are called to be on a mission, right? Maybe there are going to be times when God calls us to the lesser school district, yeah. the lesser town, right? Yeah. However, that's a tough sell, um, you know, because we all want, as parents, I think we all want, what's best for our kids um even though we don't always know what's best for our kids mm. right and, and sometimes we define best by what everyone else thinks is and best. so just by providing that environment you can be caught in uh, at, at a level of rat race that yeah that you're uh, it's hard to give yeah. attention to the kingdom of god yeah yeah as parents we really do have to filter right and uh, it's hard it's hard because we all are prone to peer pressure and do it, keeping up with everyone else. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so th- yeah, it could also be like just how much money do I w- want to earn? Do I do sure. I need to work to earn? Sure. You know, in order to maintain this thing. So, um, and I think that this next question I think is helpful in terms of like seeing, being able to see exactly like where idolatry lies. So idolatry happens when we allow created things to occupy places in our lives where only God should be. When people do this with their children, what needs are they using their kids to fulfill when they should be looking to God to, to do that? Hmm. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Because <laughs> it was hard yeah. for me. Well, I mean, I think a uh, very, very easy easy one would be self-worth, right? Like mm-hmm. value. Um, what um, What is the metric by which I judge success? Mm-hmm. Um, so am I... Am I worth? Am I worth something because I do this, or am I worth something because God loves me? Mm-hmm. Um, am I, um, you know? So do I? Do I need to have? Uh, so, and and I think and I think this is uh, like all over the place, and this is very easy to catch yourself in uh, because we do it so much. But you know, so it might be in the context of parenting. I'm a good parent and a good parent does this. Okay. You know, like um, I, just so I can call myself that, so I can Mm -hmm. give myself that peace of mind. Yeah. Right. Like um, I'm not like those bad parents who (laughs) don't do this or who do this. Like you might do this or you might not do this, but why? For the sake of being this thing. Um, because the, the most important thing in my life is that I'm called a child of God and right. I'm a disciple of Christ right. and I'm a, a servant of the Lord. Right. And those, and, and, um, 
and so like you know this 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 comes into like other things right like i i might obsess over like something that i have to teach at at church or something sure. right because i am a good teacher and it's right. got to be awesome now it might need to be awesome right. but why because i'm a good teacher no because i want people to see god sure. uh, you know sure. i want people to see christ yeah. better yeah. you know and it's so it's almost like this the same thing can be um turned into an idol depending on where your heart is at yeah yeah, I think I see what you're saying. I, I, um, I, I guess as I'm thinking about myself, I'm trying to figure out like what does this mean for me as a parent, and and uh, I guess we'll play pop psychiatrist. You you are going to be the psychiatrist, okay. right? So tell guess, me about your mother. Yeah, <laughs> no. like I, I think about this when my kids are doing like well in like sports, right? For example, right? If if uh, if my son or daughter has a great game, why do I feel so happy, right? Or on the converse, or the converse, like if they strike out in the bottom of the ninth, right, with the bases loaded, why do I feel so terrible, right? It, and, and I don't know. I'm guessing it has something to do with you know we as parents we project so much on our kids, like their well being is us, and I, I don't I don't know if that's idolatry. I, I I'm sure it is. Yeah. Speak psychiatrist. Well, like I, like I, I mean uh, so. <laughs> It, it like again like it's hard because you don't want to like for somebody who's already feeling real guilty about stuff you know mm-hmm. you don't want to be like oh you're or feeling real bad about something like it's it's quite a kick to be like pile idol you're an, also an idolater <laughs> on on top yes, of yes. that you know um <clears throat> i mean in those scenarios the where mine goes mine goes through is i don't want them to feel bad like i don't sure. really care whether they got the goal or not but i i want them to be um uh, to have a, a, you know, a sense of, um, you know, I'm able to do something I'm able to achieve, you know, I want them to have a, a healthy amount of self-confidence. I'm sorry, who are you talking Like about? my kids, okay, like, okay, you know, yes, right. um, so that, that might be like what, what motivates, what motivates me. Um, but sometimes I also like want it, I want to do things in their life that, that, that God should do mm-hmm. that, that only God should do. You know, okay. I want to be things for them that they, they should be seeking in the Lord. Right. Like right. I want to be like the most exciting part of their day or I want to, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, be, be top in, in, in their affection. And, and then as they go into teenage years and you can no longer like that, that's no longer easy. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's not even possible to make happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it can become very de- devastating. Right. You know, um, whereas maybe they need time, like maybe what, what I should be doing instead of like trying to steer them back towards me, steer them towards some Christian friends, steer them towards some, okay. some leaders at church or something like that. Uh, or, you know, steer them at home towards the Lord. Um, yeah. You know, and, um, so in that respect, what you're saying is you kind of want to be loved like the Lord is loved mm. by your kids. Yeah, that's a way to and, put it. And yeah. Honored and like just be thought of as really smart, really awesome dad. Yeah. How about, how about a thank you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For me, I think sometimes, again, we just like live vicariously through our children, right? We, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. The, all the Everything that, that I'm we not, ever wanted yeah, or even, even good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. All the successes, right? Like we want those for our kids as if like how we did it or even our goals are supreme, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I guess that's idolatrous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like there, there's there's a lot of needs that, that God sh- should fulfill. E- even the need to be, to feel loved, 
right? Yeah. Like that, that the, you know, cause sometimes kids are not going to love you back. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, especially if we're saying love is an action, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, so that, 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 that can kind of like be helpful for like seeing like what is idolatry and what is not. And, um, yeah. And it's always like, it's, it's always something that you catch yourself in. This is one of those things that like, it's it's hard to say like it's totally there or it's totally not there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, it's one of those I call them dimmer switch commandments, right? Mm. Where you either have a light switch, a light is either on or off, but you also have dimmer lights. Yeah, and some commandments like do not murder maybe are are like, you know, right, right. barring what Jesus says sure. in the Sermon on the Mount, right? But like, <laughs> right, right. But you know, uh, whereas a command like love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is something like you're never going to be able to say, yeah, that's on. Sure, sure. Um, it's it, it's going to be brighter or dimmer. Yeah. All right. Now let's finally get into some proverbs okay. here. I mean, we're halfway through the episode. Might as well. Uh, so let's go to Proverbs fourteen four. Uh, if you're looking for that in your Bible, it's right after fourteen three. Um. Okay. Let's see. Did you roll, please? Yes. Okay. You want to read this one? I got one? you. Okay. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I suppose we should probably, first of all, say, what does this proverb mean? Like, okay. how, what do we, what is it, what is, uh, you know, what are, what are we supposed to be taking from this? Sure. Any thoughts on that? Sure. Well, I'm just going to repeat what Ryan said yesterday, right? So I don't, I don't want yeah. to take credit for this. But all right, you got to start with "All right, good to be with you." <laughs> I never noticed that. And, I, and, finish, see, now, and then now you got to finish with uh, let, 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 "Let's pray." Yeah, I'm never going to be able to unhear that one. Now. <laughs> so, so, so basically, what he was saying was, and I and I thought he did a great job with this, was that you know, if you want a clean barn or manger. Don't have ox, right? Um, ox, but that's not the goal. The goal, the goal is to have a harvest, and in order to have a harvest, you need oxen, which make a mess. Mm. And just like if you want disciples, if you want children who are disciples of Christ, it's going to be messy as a parent. Yeah. And you have to get your hands dirty. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's basically it. You know, like. Uh, you have to, <laughs> and it can. This can be very literal too, like sure. very literal in terms of maybe not having oxen in your house, sure. but in terms of like cleanliness yeah. of a home. Yeah. You know, uh, a well-lived-in home does not really, you know, have um, untarnished paint on the oh, yeah. uh, on the walls or when I would, whatever. After I became, crushed Cheerios and Lucky Charms on the floor. After I became a parent, I became like the most disgusting human being in the world like amen to that i kid you not there was this one (laughs) i was over i was pretty gross to begin with Mm. but but i remember there was this one (laughs) field trip that i was on Mm -hmm. um and one of the girls like uh, i was chaperoning you know one of my kids field trips where was it to um well this was when we were living in san francisco so it was from san francisco to um you know what? What's their football field? The Forty uh, Nine Levi Stadium, which is about an hour south of where we live. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't know what was going on, but for whatever reason, the teacher just let them have whatever snacks that they wanted to. And so this one girl ate like a bunch of wafer crackers that were like sugary, uh, kind of uh, like Kit Kats, yeah, but something like those that. are a mess. Next thing you know, she just pukes it out. Right? Oh, nice. Like, no one wants to touch this, and I'm yeah. like, 
what, what's the big deal? I'm a parent. Just grab it and just start yeah. just touching it. And I, I realized, like, like, as a parent, I'm just this disgusting human being. Yeah, now. yeah. Like, I don't care about this stuff <laughs> anymore because I've wiped so many butts, cleaned so much vomit. Yeah. Is this too gross for your audience? No, I, no, I no. Like I've been, I talk about butts all the time on <laughs> so, this podcast. Yeah, I, uh, my, my kid puked at Dunkin' Donuts the other week yeah. and I just grabbed a couple napkins. It was like, yeah. like a bunch of people freaking out. I was like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. Just probably just, put them in your pocket too right? yeah yeah <laughs> just ate them um <laughs> but uh okay we digress obviously. yeah so all right so we kind of answering this question how is this parent this proverb relevant to parenting um but okay so aside from like physical cleanliness sure. though like what else what else do we see see here yeah i mean like like raising kids right i mean uh well okay first of all we already talked about if i didn't have kids my house would be so much bigger my vacations would be so much cooler like yeah. i would just you know i'd like sleep on money or something like that That's just right use it to uh you know warm the house or something just burn it right but but you know we, it costs something to have kids um they don't always agree with you um you know i think we would all agree that children are sinners um they might be quote unquote innocent uh, i I wouldn't even go that far, but, <laughs> but yeah, they argue with you. Um, they don't see logic. You know, if you want to be a good parent, it's emotionally, and some, physically. And draining. sometimes, sometimes their logic is like piercing though. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they come up with something, you're like that objection to what I just said makes sense. Oh, and yeah. All I could say is go away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, def- they definitely make you feel like a sinner too. Right. Like I, I Gosh, I like I, I used to think that I was kind of like an easygoing, calm, you know, didn't have a bad temper mm-hmm. until I had kids. Right. And then I'm just yeah. screaming for no reason. Um, that That's not so much about the Proverbs. That's me just confessing my sins. But uh, but but yeah, I, I mean, but there's a lot of things about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So l- loudness, things like that. And yeah. Um, cool. I always I always envy those parents in a in a very sinful way who have the clean car mm. like yeah. i'm like like my van is like like you couldn't pay me to sleep on the floor of that <laughs> thing <laughs> you know what i mean like I agree. like there's just it's yeah. it, like if i had to sell it now and people are like what color is the carpet in your van i'd be like i don't know what how would you describe goldfish dust i, I was gonna say cheerios, you know right? yeah so, exactly yeah. yeah all right uh ryan recalled the parable of the prodigal son mm-hmm. which is in luke 15 uh, the difficult lesson learned from the younger brother is that part of teaching wisdom is allowing children to learn from their mistakes but the parental instinct is to shield the child from this when was a time in your life when the consequences of bad decisions made you wiser and led you to a better place spiritually? Hmm. Gosh, I wish I'd have thought of that one before. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, I, yeah, go for it. Well, want. okay, this, this is not about me. Like, I'm going to once again share about kind of the struggles that I'm going through as a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as we have some kids who are entering into their teenage years, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're not as responsible as I would like them to be all the time, right? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, my parents were working. So I had to wake myself up to go to school. Oh, I my gosh. I would, night, I would right? never like, have gone to school. Right, right. Yeah. My ki- I have to wake up my kids every morning, you know, 
And then I have to wake them up five minutes later to make sure that they're out of bed. Mm. Right? Um, but this carries over in a lot of er other areas. Like sometimes they'll miss their homework assignments and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that is like, this kid's got to learn on his own. Right? Mm -hmm. So if he like if he gets an F in this class because he didn't do his homework, maybe that's what I should do as a parent because that's what we need to do. Yeah. But then I also, but then the flip side of me, I get scared, right? Because the consequences are getting a little bit higher, right? It's like if he does fail yeah. out of It's not math, as big of a deal when it's like third grade, but right. when they're in high school. Right, right, yeah. right. If he fails out of here, there's no second chances, right? <laughs> and unfortunately- And I'm it's, not it's, paying full price for college. Right? It's, 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 it's a tough world in that regard, right? Yeah. And it's like, but yeah, and I think that's where I struggle with as a parent, like just allowing, knowing when to make- let my kids make the mistakes that they need to make mm -hmm. um, in order to grow or shielding them, as as the question says. So I didn't answer that question because I didn't share one from myself, but I am sharing well, you're one kind, from kind of, like but, a yeah. struggle that yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, with yeah, as we speak. But you, you, you grew up with like uh, consequences in view, right? If you didn't wake up, then you would have been, you know, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been, been at sure. school. Sure. So, yeah, like um, – I mean, a big one for me was like uh, early on in my uh, in my education, in my Bible education, I did not take things as seriously as mm -hmm. I did later on. And uh, I remember one of my teachers like confronted me about it. You know, uh -huh. like, I know you have uh, better potential to do this, but you're just not like where you, where you should be right. or where you'd like to be in this class. And, um, and I, I, you know, I know I say like spiritually, Right. But like, I think, I think the way that I kind of think of life is that a lot of those things are like very connected. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't just for academic performance. It was so that I'd actually be able to teach, you know, the word of God. Well, sure. you know, like I'm trying to do this in service to the Lord. And so if I'm not like, if I'm uh, messing around and not taking these things seriously and, you know, maybe, I don't know, like watching a movie in my room with my dorm mate instead of doing this or something, then um, you know, it's, it is, it's not, you know, it's all, it's all kind of connected. So, so that, that for me was something. And, and when I, we had that conversation, mm -hmm. uh, that was at the end of a, of a year, uh, end of a, you know, a spring semester. And, you know, that summer was, uh, kind of like, like very, uh, a big paradigm shift for me. Sure. You know, I, 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 um, over that summer and then coming back to school, it was like a different me in, in the fall. So I was like very thankful of that. Yeah, no, I, I Very you. thankful for that. Very thankful that like someone pointed out the, the, the Lord, I think placed in there to kind of point out like the consequences of how, how, of what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so how does this look different with adult children than it does with kids? So the 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 consequences, right? The mm -hmm. the allowing for consequences, um, you know, because I would imagine there's probably you know there's you're gonna a lot of our groups will have have uh, uh, more golden years people in them mm -hmm. who probably mm -hmm. speak to this um, to allowing consequences in their lives, but um, I think it matters very much by manner of degree, like how much you, you let them fail, right? Like mm -hmm. the, um, I don't think it's, I don't think we should, we should interpret, you know, the principle of consequences, like that you don't put any kind of safety net there under your kid, okay. but like that, like you, 
I think like a good way to do it is to like gradually uh, increase them. Like just be conscious of like, we need to be letting this happen. Um, but you know, there's, there's also a learning curve and we don't want it to like devastate them or something, right? Right. you know? Right. So like the, the amount, like I think of like uh, financial irresponsibility might be, might be an example, you know? So like, um, my, my little one, my six year old, right. Might want to spend all her money on her piggy in her piggy bank on like a, a new LOL doll or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. Uh, whereas, uh, whereas my, um, my 14 year old might want to spend all her money on, you know, buying some makeup or sure. something, you know? Um, and if I, if, uh, I'm going to be more lenient with the younger one than I am with the older one. Uh, just because like the, the, the stakes are starting to get higher. She's starting to get more mature and things mm -hmm. like that. And not to say I'm not going to do, do it at all for the little one uh, or, or with like, you forget your homework. Like if I, I'll tell, I'll, I'll be, you know, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stop to help the little one with, with her homework and get it done last minute or something like that. Or, or, call, or I'll be the one to email her teacher. Whereas, you know, if 1030 the night before my 15 year old busts out an English project, not saying I'm speaking from experience that happened in the last week <laughs> and says, I need, uh, we need, I need to start this and I need you to help me right. and basically show me how to do it. Um, and this is a big project that I've known about for weeks. Uh, you know, like I actually am going to, you know, I'm more likely to tell her, well, you know, you're, you're probably not going to turn this it'd be turning this in tomorrow right uh, or you know no you can't come to me this late you're going to have to do this on your own uh, but just because i wanted to let her know more and so like as adult children right an adult an adult child in college who does that right i'm not going to be helping at all sure you know and i might take away you know a certain amount of financial support as a result of yeah. that or yeah. yeah so what i'm hearing is as your kids get older you're basically the net gets, uh, you know, you're pulling the net more yeah. you know, farther away. Yeah. And I think that I agree, right? No one wants the, uh, a 26 year old, uh, kid who like, you know, doesn't know how to balance his or her checkbook or yeah. st still lives in the basement, something like that, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I got you in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, I think, I think our, uh, it, and, and, you know, so it's a matter of degree is what I'm saying. And I would say that like, um, because the impulse is always going to be to shield our kids from that, uh, we should probably realize that like, uh, where the line should be is probably a little bit past where I would want it to be. Right. You know, um, I should probably allow consequences a little bit more yeah. than, yeah. and make it clear too, that that's why. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately as you get older the consequences are rougher, right? I mean, yeah. 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 So and but they gotta grow up. That's growing up, you know. Yep. Yeah. So okay. Um how does Christian parenting differ from simply raising children with good morals? Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's the goal, right? And mm -hmm. and and this is where I think as a parent we have to be brutally honest with ourselves, right? Because um you know, if we're believers, we have to say, I really want my child to be a follower of Christ. Mm -hmm. But again, if I'm honest, I also want my child to be successful with 
a good paying job mm-hmm. um, and, you know, happy family, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's like parent, like I'm not saying that those two are mutually exclusive, but I think sometimes as a parent, um, I struggle with, you know, pursuing those things. And then, hey, we are Christian mm-hmm. you know, versus being a true follower and letting the chips fall where they, wherever God wants them to go. You know, mm-hmm. and that might be to. That might be to like another country or something like that. A yeah. third world, a developing being world able to country, let go to like, some degree yeah, to that yeah, extent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think another thing that I have found, uh, probably, I think probably a lot of people have heard me mention this before, is that I think that asking your kids for forgiveness mm-hmm. and um, teaching them principles of grace sure. is important. Um, uh, not always you forgiving them, but acknowledging that they have a role in forgiving you. Mm-hmm. So like if I, you know, do something that I was wrong and I do that a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. um, some of the best conversations I have with my kids are coming up and saying, you know, I, what I did before wasn't right. I'm sorry that I did that. Please, will you forgive me? You know, and and it's a sweet conversation to have with them, but you know, I want them to realize that like, I want to model what a Christian actually is. And a Christian is not somebody that always has all the answers who always acts perfectly. Mm. A Christian is somebody who knows what to do. You know, I mean, Christians, you know, I I don't want to diminish like a life of of holiness and godliness. um, But a Christian is also somebody who knows what to do with their sin when they've done wrong. You know, they go to the cross And they and they go seek to be reconciled with others. They yep. acknowledge their wrongs, and you know that will that really helps with this list of wrongs that we all develop in our minds towards one another. You know, like if the conversation has been had about forgiveness and forgiveness has been granted, then you know that that tends to take a lot of the power out of that mm-hmm. um, in in destroying a relationship. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so for parents. Ryan gave us seven areas in which parents should instruct their children. Choose one or two and share how you could do a better job instructing your children in the way of wisdom. So what I want to do here with us, Johan, unless you have like super deep insight here on any one of these. Nothing deep about I'm me, thinking we do a lightning round okay. and we take turns okay. saying one thing we'd like to do for each of these. Okay. All right. Sure. I got how how do you feel think. about that? No, no, I'm I'm game. You All go. Right. Heads goes first. Okay. Tails goes second. All, All right. right. What do you want? Um, tails never fails. Here we go. Tails it is. Okay. So you go first. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, um, teaching the Bible. Okay. Actually, I got a cool thing here. So, I grabbed this. This is something that I think was distributed in our student ministry. Mm-hmm. A summer family reading plan, the gospel in 45 days. Nice, nice. And and it gets you through all four gospels. And I've got one copy for every member of my household who can read. Uh So we put these up on the fridge and, uh, and we're gonna do we're gonna do this so that and I'm gonna I'm gonna build up to it too. Nice, nice. Uh, like like kids, summer's coming. Here's what we're gonna do this summer. Here's a we're a week away. We're gonna be doing this. Let's get ready in a week. We're gonna be you know. Uh-huh. So that's uh that's a that's a plan that I have. Okay, that's a good one. All um, right. Hard work and diligence. Okay, so you know like I 
I need to be better about having my kids help me around the house, right? Because mm-hmm. some, I feel like I always settle for easy, right? And easy is I'll just do it myself because I don't want to fight with my kids to do yard work or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think I need to just slow down and really just make them do that kind of stuff with me. So pick a chore and then make them do it with you and understand it's not going to be perfect and understand you got to have to, you're going to have to fight them a little bit on it, mm. you know? Very nice. Very nice. Um, friendships. Okay. So, um, uh, I am going to, uh, encourage my kids to have, um, to do stuff outside of youth group with kids that they know from, from youth group, from church, as opposed to just friends from school. I want them to maintain those relationships with friends at school, but I want them to have relationship with other kids who are at least on the path to being disciples of Jesus. Awesome. Oh, right. oh, great. I get sex. That's sex. Awesome. There, you yeah. go. there you go. Maybe this was I, a trick coin. <laughs> right. Well, I'm not going to let them have any because they're not married. All right. <laughs> right there you yeah. Go. yeah. I think I think it is. I think this one is hard. Like I have tried to have the conversation with my 10 uh, year old very recently. Mm. Um it, it was funny, like, there was a point that I realized he wasn't quite, quite ready, so I have to table that one. So that one's coming up He's soon. just like, Dad's yeah. a weirdo. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I started that conversation with my uh, now 14-year-old when he was 10. He he was a little bit farther along. I had to revisit it a couple of years later. That's okay. when we had it. But you do have to just be – this one is just – it's, you just got to bite the bullet and just do yeah. it, right? It's going to be awkward. I thought know? we were just going out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Future spouse. Okay. Um, so I my girls love having crushes. Mm. So uh, I, I, I will talk to them about what to look for in boys whom they like. That's good. Yeah. yeah that's good. All right, financial responsibility. This actually happened. Um, you know, when we were going for the, uh, what, uh, gosh, the, the one campaign, right? And mm-hmm. we were talking about our giving. I actually shared with my kids, uh, you know, what we give. Um, You're like, you know that thing you want for Christmas, yeah, girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, yeah, I actually share with them because I want them to know that it's important that we give it. And, you know, you don't have to, but at the same time, like, I just kind of felt like that would be, yeah. you know, yeah. insightful, Come on. right? And explain why it's, a, why it's yeah. a good thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, discipline. That's you. Oh, Mom. gosh. All right. Well, my two oldest uh, uh, need to get a lot better at cleaning their room. Mm. So I think uh, I might make, and, but they also love coming to Shoprite with me every mm. Saturday. Mm. I think because I get them Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. Mm. That's where my kid threw up, by the okay. way. And um, so maybe um, before they can come with me every Saturday, their rooms have to be clean. Sure. All yeah. right. Yeah. And then finally, do you delight in your children as your heavenly Father delights in you? Uh, easy answer to that one. Probably not. Probably not. All right. Next question. What are some things that you can do to delight in children more intentionally? So um, my wife heard a variation of what Ryan said, you know, going out for ice cream uh, mm-hmm. many years back. Right. So she just basically heard someone on, you know, on one of those family talk radios say, you know, I wish we'd have had more fun as a family. Mm-hmm. So she's taken that to heart and, I've taken that heart. So family vacation has been very important to mm-hmm. our family. Um, yeah. Because, you know, 
when I was growing up, single mom, you know, single parent, like we never went on vacation, right? So this was yeah. like a whole new revelation. So I give them family vacation. That being said, I was very convicted yesterday um, after Ryan, Ryan's message. And I was like, I got to have fun with these kids. So my one of my kids was has been begging me to play video games with him. Yesterday, I played Madden. In one half, mm. I got destroyed 21 nothing. Oh, but, my gosh. You know, I, you know. I just I realize I have to do those type of things, yeah. right? Even though it's like I don't love video games, I don't love a lot of things. But, yeah, you know. but your kids should enjoy you. Yeah, you or know, I should, should enjoy. Be, well, here's yeah. the point. Well, right? here's like, the question: yeah. right? They should enjoy you. Yeah, yeah, you should enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, but here's the point, right? It's like I think, like before that, I'm always like, "Hey, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do stuff that I want to do, and then I'm gonna incorporate my kids because it's fun for me. It should be fun for them." Yeah, but I think as a parent, you gotta go the other way. It's like, "What's fun for you? I will do mm. that." You, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm always trying to get the kids in on my hobbies, but maybe. I need to reverse order. Is, yeah, is the point. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'm and I'm going to uh, my um, uh, one of my kids is starting to get a little bit into running. Always asking me if we could go out and oh, stuff. Oh boy, so, uh, skinny Doug is coming. It, That's yeah, gonna be exactly. Awesome. Yeah, very. Yeah, super. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's something that I'm looking looking forward to. All right. Um, yeah. All right. And then for pray, prayer time, praise God for the children he's put in your life. Uh, pray that God would give you the heart of a tender, wise, and loving shepherd toward children. And pray for someone you know who is struggling with raising their kids. It may be appropriate not to use names during this one in your group. Um, so, you know, pray uh, for that anonymous person so that people don't uh so it doesn't turn into some weird gossip thing sure you know, you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, so yeah. all right well that's it for our lesson today um i will be right back with the seltzer of the week oh i'm so excited nice and we're back okay right. so just having run to the fridge here in sweet 300 we have another one of these things that i had last week so um this is uh, Drownlands Brewery. Okay. But I, I heard that they're di with this, they're purposely not putting that on here so as to distance themselves from like, hey, booze and stuff. Okay. But so Drownland Brewery. <laughs> Drownlands where, Brewery. Where's that? It's in uh, New York. Okay. Uh, but like just over the border. It's actually owned by a guy who goes to our church by uh, Mike. See, Cry. that was gonna be my next question yes. because if it's nasty, I can't reel on it. Well, that's what. Yeah, uh, Curtis was was um concerned about that last week. But I need we need your we need you to be as honest as possible. Okay. Okay. Um, so, let me so, see. Uh, the town here is oh, it's Warwick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is so last week we did the lime. Okay. This week. And the lime, I believe, I think I remember it had Simcoe hops in it. Okay. Okay. And this is uh, the grapefruit, I believe. I think I saw the grapefruit. Original. So it says the original. Wait, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chinook hops and grapefruit. Okay. So Chinook spelled C-H-I-N-O-O-K. So, okay. So totally non-alcoholic. You got to forgive my ignorance here. Is Hops is what most beers are made on hops is one of the four ingredients of okay. like straight up beer okay. being water yeast barley and hops okay. and hops is what gives beer a bitterness to it okay in fact there's some like some people get creative and like try to do it with dandelions or something okay. you know and like you got like all these weird recipes but <clears throat> yeah so hops uh but then also 
So if they're added during the boil, they make beer bitter. Okay. Those are considered the bittering hops. Okay. And then flavoring hops are typically added after the beer cools down. Okay. And that and it's being fermented and stuff, and those are those are called uh, dry hops, but those will give it more of like a fruity type flavor. Okay. So now I I don't want to be too negative going into this. Yeah, uh, Johan is um, disclosed. I am not a a beer or really much much of an alcohol drinker, so if this tastes like beer, I'm probably gonna spit it, it out. It doesn't taste like beer. Right. It won't Here taste like go. beer. So cheers. Cheers. Now Here get a nose go. on it first before you sip. So, All right, it's got a grapefruit smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you're smelling, you're smelling the hops. That's that's definitely hops that you're smelling. That is hop. All right, yeah. here we go. Big okay. sip. Hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. That's, yeah, that's not bad. It, it, the the grapefruit flavor kind of comes out. I will say this is more grapefruity than the other one was yeah. limey. Yeah. The other one was lime, and I didn't get a lot of lime from it, but you get the grapefruit more in this. Yeah. It's not. Um, the great the I feel like there's a good balance between grapefruit and hops in it, right? Because like like when I think of a grapefruit seltzer, like Polar makes a grapefruit seltzer, sure. and it's just like pure yeah. grapefruit, yeah. you know. And and here it's like way more in the background. Yeah, these are very refreshing. I I I, I gotta be honest, I, I like it. Um, I was expecting to hate it, and I and you know I didn't want to run you, into that. Yeah, guy you even gave the, the yeah, 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 there yeah. he is. He finds yeah. you in the parking lot. I, yeah, yeah, it's like. <laughs> Some big guy at church. You yeah. don't like my, you don't like my seltzer. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty good. I enjoy it. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, like. Oh. Yeah. It. It doesn't taste like. Um, like a flavorless seltzer. It's kind of got a good. It's got some flavor. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, having. Um, it's the thing too is like it's it's there's no like sticky sweetness that some of them have sure. like uh, it's not very. Uh, like um very much like a like a like a like it's a very natural flavor yeah. right like yeah um i will say that i mean i might need to do a side-by-side comparison but i don't feel that the the hop flavor compared to last week is a lot different than the simcoe ones okay i feel like the chinooks taste similar to simcoe but that might just be my i'm remembering rather than doing a side-by-side comparison so maybe some connoisseur might want to knock me off my high horse there, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of grapefruit up front, and then the hops are now. Uh, Is that what then I'm the hops at come? The, end, the, the hops. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, and I noted this with Curtis last week, and he did not acknowledge this, but isn't there kind of a little bit of a dry astringency left on your tongue afterwards, like like breathing through your mouth? Okay. Do you feel like is your tongue like tingly and kind a of prickly? Little, a, a little, little bit? bit, but I don't think I would have noticed unless you pointed okay. it out. Because All you right. pointed it out, I, or maybe it's just psychological. Now that you're maybe I'm just a weirdo you're freak. Saying, you're just projecting. Oh, that sip had me. more grapefruit in it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. would you drink this if you had like around your house? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I mean, would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a good alternative. It's a very good alternative to beer. Because I don't really drink beer anymore. Right, right, okay. And, like, um, I only go, like, for, like, seltzers now. And, uh, you know, it's when you're used to just having, like, a carbonated beverage right. and you're just sitting there drinking. Yeah. Like, uh, th- th- it's a good it's a good switch to make. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that being said, I'm, I still have, like, kid taste buds. So 
I wouldn't yeah. take it over Coca Cola. Oh, you, you should have come in. <laughs> you should have come in when we had those ones Walt had last. Yeah. Those like yeah the kids seltzers. Yeah. Which were disgusting. Though. Was it all? Yeah, juice? they were they were uh, bad. It was like yeah it was, yeah. Uh, and I think there was an acknowledgement there. Okay, so uh, on a scale of one to five bubbles, uh, half bubble is as gran- granular as we get with these. Okay, where would I give it? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to give it a solid four. You're giving it a four. Nice. Yeah. For somebody who doesn't like beer. Correct. And is Correct. not like, was yeah. not sure what hops are. Right, right. Now, now again, yeah. now again, this is all in the seltzer room. I'm comparing yeah, it to yeah, other yeah, seltzer. Compar- I'm not comparing to Coca-Cola That's okay. If you like Coca-Cola, like yeah. We're not <laughs> reviewing Coca-Cola on this. <laughs> we gotta, we yeah. go sugar-free yeah. here. This is a solid one. Wait, know? is this sugar-free? I'm, yep, sugar-free. Um, yeah. I mean, I gave the last one a 4.5, and I'm happy to grant that to this as well. Okay. This is uh, at the very top for me. Has there ever been a five in your world? Um, I'm not sure what I've given it on this podcast, but my fives, then at the top of my head, the seltzer that I will always drink is Polar Cranberry Lime. Okay. Um, also, um, I really liked... Um, up there too was the polar ginger mule, ginger lime mule. Okay. So that was a ginger and lime. Okay. And then also Shoprite brand, so Bowling Basket brand. Okay. Um, ginger. Okay. Is is up there for me as well. Huh. There may have been others as well. What I need to go is I need to go back through. If I had an intern, what I would do would be listen to all of the discipleship podcasts. Tell me which ones I've reviewed and what they've gotten yeah. because I don't remember. So like I'm always like worried that I'm going to get do doubles or something. Yeah, that, that, I'm sure that intern People would stop feel listening. really good about his internship. If that was his well, job. hey, if you hey if you have a college student uh, <laughs> that's home for the summer, send them my way. All right. Mm. All right, so um, you know, um, Mike, if you tell us where this is going to be available, Mike, if you're listening, um, we'd be happy to plug that because these are awesome and uh, love for people to try them. Yes, even if you don't like beer, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Bad. It's not bad. All know? right, yeah. cool. Well, well, thanks for letting me on your pat- podcast this week. Hey, thanks appreciate for being it. here and for helping with the study guides and stuff. Anytime. We 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 very much appreciate you, man. So. All right. Well, that's it for this week and look forward to being with you again. Until then, you know, keep uh, keep being faithful, leading your group and uh, shepherding that little flock that you got there. Uh, all right. Take care and bye bye.